Well, normally I uh, insist on in-person interviews, but we are in interesting times. And as a result of that, uh, I've been uh, trying to get together with Jason Taylor, the Director of Engineering for the City of Fishers. And with one thing led to another, so we decided to do this by phone. So Jason, always good to talk to you. Welcome back. Thanks, Larry. It's always great to talk with you as well, even in this unique time. Well, that's the first question I have. Uh, City engineering does take in quite a bit. A lot of people know that uh, you're in charge of the the streets and the roads and the construction and maintenance and a lot of that, uh, certain kinds of um, inspections and permitting. So my first question to you is how have you and your staff adjusted to uh, the new normal, uh, working out of your home and, and, and not necessarily working at City Hall? It's it's interesting. Um, fortunately, with the city, we have been kind of set up already to do something like this. Uh, maybe that we weren't implementing it, but we were quickly we were able to quickly transition to all office staff to to work remotely out of their homes, um, such that we can still do video conferencing uh, through our, some of our software. Uh, we still, we've kind of broken up with the engineering side and broken it up into kind of two parts. The office staff, who is going to work remotely from their homes, but then also the field inspection staff. Uh, so they technically can't work from home, but they're still working in a way remotely, such that we've taken some precautionary measures of ensuring social distancing. They have uh, sanitizer in their vehicles. They're making sure that they are uh, minimizing any potential contact points with others, whether it's their peers or the contracting community. But we are still operating in, in, for the most part, business as usual, meaning business as usual with the precautionary measures in place. Um, so it, it's been going fairly fairly well. We've, we've had some hiccups here and there. Uh, the biggest struggle that I have is trying to to deal with the non-face-to-face meetings uh, and management style to going to a phone-based or video conferencing um, kind of management style, which it, it's going fairly well. Well, good. So it hasn't held up anything you're doing. You're still on schedule, at least as close to it as you can get. Yeah, if anything, we are trying to identify areas to... Um, actually expedite during the construction. So if there's a project that's already in construction, identifying the ones that the critical path items that could be road closures, lane restrictions, and moving them up in the schedule such that they can be done now when traffic volumes have been reduced drastically from the current situation we're in. Uh, and then identifying projects that may be in the design that we weren't planning to get out yet this year and seeing if we should do parts of them this year to capitalize on the low traffic volumes. So, no, uh, design is moving forward. All of our uh, consultants that are in the design uh, contracts, they've all reached out to us and let us know that they are still working remotely but actually operating at normal capacity and the contractors have had communication with uh, all of the ones we have contracts with and they are um, 
actively working and taking their precautionary measures as well. Yes, uh, just my experience of going to the grocery store, picking up uh, some uh, food to, to, to carry out, I can tell you traffic volumes are down. So, yes, that's uh, uh, I, I hear everything you're, you're, you're saying there. I'm going to ask you a question I asked the mayor just a few days ago, just in case anything has changed on this. Um, obviously, you deal with the contracting community, the uh, contractors on a regular basis, uh, my question is, with all of the restrictions and 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 the, some of the, the 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 worries about picking up uh, this virus, are the uh, are the contractors uh, able to hire the staff they need? Are they able to stay on schedule as far as you're able to see so far? As far as I can see right now, I have I have specifically asked that question to each contractor that we are working with and it's been a consistent answer back to me that they are still on schedule they are trying to identify ways to um, implement the request of expediting some of the things but beyond the normal schedule that we had they are still moving forward that they don't have any cause for concerns because of the social distancing that is occurring out in the field naturally you typically don't have uh, people within the six-foot distance anyways when they're construct doing the road construction projects. So they, they don't seem to have too many concerns with schedules. That's good to hear. So let's start with the big project, State Road 37. You already have the west end of 37 and 126th Street under construction and closed off. You uh, have, have restricted traffic between State Road 37 on 126th uh, and Lantern Road to local traffic. So how have uh, motorists been adjusting to this as best you can see so far? You know, whenever this first, um, the, the project for 37 and 126 first started the closure at the beginning of March, uh, there was a little bit of people trying to adjust and the water to find its path, per se. And there, that first week was there was a lot of confusion uh, with people not realizing that it had started or they did realize it and were just getting acclimated to the new routes they were taking. Uh, but after the first, I would say, four days of the, the road closure of the west side, things really leveled off. We made some adjustments on our timings uh, for the signals at 37 and 131st, as well as uh, over at 126th and Cumberland. Uh, and then once we started making those minor adjustments uh, for the AM and the PM peaks, we really saw things get a lot better. Um, and now that we are in the current situation where the traffic volumes have dropped even more drastically, uh, I, we haven't had any, any issues. Uh, if anything, we have had to go back across the city and adjust all of our timings for the a.m. and the p.m. peaks to be at the non-peak timings because it, it, the, the signals were set so that you had a significantly higher volume of traffic. So, for example, 116th Street eastbound in the p.m., it was set to give a lot more green time for people heading eastbound. Well, now we don't have those volumes, so we had to dial that back so that you don't sit on the side street waiting um, when no one's coming. Uh, so there's been a little bit of a going back 
to different the original timings that we had um, since the the COVID nineteen. Yeah, and I noticed that uh, I, obviously the first couple of days, I noticed, particularly in the mornings, I would go down 131st Street getting to downtown, and uh, I noticed that there was a traffic backup, and I don't even think that was an adjustment you had to make. I think these were just examples of people in their vehicles uh, finding new routes around it. They just, uh, as you said, they weren't thinking about it the first day. Uh, I, I knew about it, or did, either whether I knew about it or didn't know about it, uh, just didn't make the adjustments. So I think people are finding their own detours, and I I saw flattening out even before the COVID nineteen uh, stay at home uh, dictates came out. So uh, uh, yeah, and so yeah. as far as you can see, the uh, the uh, right turn um, uh, traffic signal there for northbound traffic on thirty seven uh, is that working out well for you? Yeah, the right in, right out. So if you're going um, 37 northbound and you turn right on 126th, or if you're going westbound on 126th and turn right to go northbound on 37, it seems to be moving pretty fluid uh, with with minimal issues. I, I have not been informed of any issues of that particular intersection. Um, the only the only issue that we saw from our side, which was not a complaint or issue brought to our attention, it was that we identified it, was there was a lot of movements of people going 126 westbound to 37 and then going up north to 131st, where then they would do a U-turn to go southbound on 37. That was not the, the sign detour, so... Um, the signal timing wasn't set to really allow that movement. It was causing some confusion to motorists who were not making that movement because they weren't expecting people to do U-turns there. But we, we made some adjustments on the signal timings elsewhere that, that really kind of encouraged people to use the, the sign detour route. Plus, we increased our signage of the detour routes to, to help people see it before they got to the, the decision point. And just to be clear, that if you do, you do that uh, U-turn going north on 37 and uh, do a U-turn at 131st, that technically is a legal U-turn. There's no sign preventing that, correct? Correct. There is, there is not a sign. Okay, very good. We do not encourage people to do that. We encourage them to follow the sign detour route because that is the way we've had the, the signal timing set up to so save time and it would be better served to do the detour the sign detour route. Yeah, no question. That is not your recommendation. That's that's pretty clear. Um, now, just to remind people, uh, you're in this first phase of closures as part of the State Road 37 project. Right now, you're closing off the west end of 126th at State Road 37. As I recall, it'll be summer when you will switch that and the construction will close off the eastern portion of 126th and State Road 37. Is the projection still June or July for that? Yeah, it's still July. The beginning okay. of July is whenever the the switchover will occur from the west side being under construction to the east side then being under construction. And uh, do you project that that uh, roundabout and underpass will be finished by the end of the year or will it go into next year? It is in Per the schedule, it will be substantially complete by the end of this construction season. 
meaning that it will be open to traffic. The only things that will be left to complete would be making sure that grass is growing and any finalizing of some of the touch-up work for there's an issue that we have found that maybe the pavement didn't, it settled and they needed to repair that, some of those incidental items. So the basics will be there for motorists, but yes, it won't be. It'll only be incomplete in the ways you just mentioned. And does am I hearing right. that correct? Okay, great. So once that is done this year, just remind people. And I've been to many of the meetings. I've seen it, but for those who have not kept up with it, uh, the changes that that come fairly fairly frequently, uh, just because of the nature of this this project. Uh, tell us what happens next when we go into next year. And, we can, and, and there's some this year as well, so just give me the best summary of where we're going from here. Yeah, so after the 126th Street project is uh, completed for construction, uh, the next project that will be out for construction is going to be the 131st and 135th Street intersections. So 131st is going to start a very similar path to what 126 has started that they will start their initial widening and temporary work uh, this winter, this late fall, early winter, so that they can be prepared next March to do the same, where they'll close half of the interchange or the intersection at one time and then the other half um, in July. Uh, and then at this, during this time, um, 146 and State Road 37 is continuously going to be under construction, but that one is going to be such that we are maintaining traffic at all times for all directions. Uh, so 146 will still have that access and 37 will still have that four lanes in each direction open or two lanes in each direction open. Um, cause that one is a two year construction project. Um, we won't close an intersection down until the, uh, uh, more than one at a time. So if 146 has to do some sort of closure due to the um, the bridge being constructed, that will not be occurring at the same time 131st is being closed. It's going to be a big project. That's going to be, yeah, that's going to be quite a task. I'm sure you're all up to it, but that's, uh, yeah, that's, those are, it's like a jigsaw puzzle putting all the parts together, is it not? Yes, it is. 146, um, being that it's a, a single point urban interchange, it's a it's being constructed a little bit differently as well because of that versus the roundabout interchange. And I'm not sure how heavily you're involved in this, but I'm sure you're aware there's some refinancing going on with some of the bonds. Well, that if that, of course, we still don't even know what the interest rate will be. The process has just started on that. Uh, do you think that process, if, if uh, interest rates uh, are favorable at the time that hits the market, will free up some, some additional money for the project. You know, I, I can't speak to it because I'm not involved in that side of it, but I can uh, state that I have confidence in the team that is handling it both on the city and the county side that they will do everything they can to maximize the amount of funds we have available for the project. Very good. Uh, uh, anything, I mean, I... Uh, the rest of State Road 37 is coming in, in years later, 141st. I know there's been a lot of discussion about that. I see. Uh, last I heard, uh, plans are the same. 
so uh, the font you, you're still at the point. I don't even think you have a final design for 141st and 37. If I remembered that correctly. You're correct. We're still in the design phase of that one. Uh, the plan is still to move forward with the current design as last presented at the public information means of an interchange, roundabout interchange. Um, we have not progressed that design for some time now, and it has nothing to do with anything other than we are focusing our efforts on the, the next interchange uh, that is anticipated to be under construction. So now that 126 is under construction, 146 is under construction, we are focusing all of our efforts on 131st and 135th because that's what's going out to bid this fall. Very good. And uh, anything you want to add on State Road 37 uh, before we move on to other projects? The only thing I would say is make sure that you follow uh, the, the 37 Thrives website as well as uh, Twitter because we are trying to do everything we can to support the businesses and um, inform the motorist of what the next lane restriction or phase of the project that is currently being uh, um, handled. Yeah, and 37 Thrives is a project that will help the businesses. And I and yes, I think the city and your department and the public relations people at the city have done an excellent job of keeping the social media updated. So that's a, that's a good source to use. I know I, I use it all the time. Let me move on to another big project for this summer. That's 96th Street. You have a lot of work going on already, but in preparation, but that explain to the public what's coming on on 96th Street. Yeah, on 96th Street, we have um, we're going to have two separate projects. But I think the one that you're specifically talking about is a federally funded project that occurs between Lantern Road over to Cumberland Road and has a bridge replacement. Uh, we are taking that two lane roadway. Um, and converting it into a four-lane with a boulevard. We're going to add multi-use path on the north side and a sidewalk on the south side. Uh, there's going to be a roundabout at Sargent and 96. Um, the construction schedule is April 2nd, so starting next Thursday, they are going to close that. Uh, the first 60 days of that is going to be focused on the roundabout construction at Sargent so that we can get that operational for uh, better access for detour routes for residents. Um, and after that 60 days, the or during and after that 60 days, just east of the roundabout at Sargent will still be closed and all the way over to Cumberland with local residential access still being maintained um, so that through traffic cannot cross over the bridge because we will be doing a full bridge replacement and there will not be that east-west connection available. Um, that's going to last through the beginning of November. Uh, we, were, uh, we, we had originally tried to do this under a phased approach, but we were unsuccessful in being able to do that. We were able to um, do a analysis to determine if it would be a better use of taxpayer dollars to to do a full closure and and it was significantly cheaper to to do this and also instead of it dragging on for more than one construction season we were able to get it into one construction season so we felt that this was the best decision to move forward with 
So it's going to be some short-term pain for long-term gain, which you've, I'm sure, heard quite a bit. What are the recommended yeah. uh, detours? You're going to have to detour people around that since there are going to be closures of some uh, roadway that, that's used quite a bit. Uh, uh, just in general, uh, without getting into a lot of detail, just generally, where would you be recommending people detour for this project? We recommend that the, the detour route be used for hundred as 106th and so if you're on 96 heading eastbound and you want to get to the other side of uh, Mud Creek, then we recommend that you go up Lantern Road to 106, then back down Cumberland to 96. Very good. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's one that's been talked about for quite a while, and and we'll uh, appreciate your your giving us an idea on that. I have a question for you about the project on Lantern Road south of uh, of downtown. Uh, I have been hearing from some of the people who live in that neighborhood. Uh, they've been putting up with an awful lot of pain for quite a while. I want you to address this a couple of different ways. Number one, explain why these this had to be done. And, and secondly, what, uh, what caused that project to be a longer project than you had originally anticipated? Those are all good questions. Uh, so the, the original and reasoning for the project is that the, the way that the sanitary sewer was flowing, uh, it was going to a lift, sta- a lift station to the west of downtown. Um, in an effort to reduce the demand on that lift station, we have rerouted the sanitary line to go to a newer lift station to the south at 106, and that has more capacity. In order to do that, we were debating on do we put that under Lantern Road or do we go and put it under uh, another roadway. We we made the decision to go with the uh, Lantern Road because of the, the extreme depths that we have to put that line in at because it is at approximately 18 feet in, under the existing roadway. And so whenever we got into the original scheduling and conversations with the contractor, we had anticipated it would be approximately three months, which we are well past, but we all understand and know. Um, and because when we were getting into it, there, we found a couple utilities that were in conflict that were not originally identified as conflicts. Um, that was a cause for some of the delays, which was about three or four weeks worth of delays because there was an underground um, line that we knew was there, but we didn't know the exact depth, and we were trying to obtain that information, but it, w- it took us a little bit. Uh, so we that caused us a few of the delays. Then as we continued to get into the, the delays, we started to see the impacts to the schools and the residents, so we ch- changed the MOT such that we would be able to hopefully minimize the, the impacts to the schools during the school year. Um, so that, that caused some additional delays. Uh, then while we were in there, we felt that it was the, a good opportunity because at a depth of 18 feet, we have essentially completely removed the roadway. And now is the time for us to go ahead. If we're going to put a new roadway in, we need to go ahead and make it such that it's the future final condition. So we put enclosed storm pipes in there and that is now where we're at that we have we are in the process of 
um, connecting the existing homes to the new sewer line. Then we are putting in this new storm pipe. And then we mid to late next month is whenever some of the, the pavement is going to start to be replaced. And the new pavement will be constructed. So when do you, just for the sake of the people who live there, I think that's a good explanation of what happened and why the delays occurred. When do you anticipate this being completely finished? The end of May is okay. whenever our our goal construction completion is of Laner Road. Now, you didn't mention MOT. I think I know what that is. You want to explain to the audience yeah. what MOT means? Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, it's maintenance of traffic. Okay, MOT. very good. Pretty simple, I think. Uh, one other thing I want to ask you about, uh, just myself, and that has to do with an, uh, a roundabout going in at uh, Ford Road, which is just a little bit west of where uh, 126 is already closed off near State Road 37. This has been planned a long time. I assume that you're probably doing this uh, because uh, the fact that uh, the road's already closed off anyway, so uh, it'll be maybe a little less painful uh, you, uh, I know I was sitting in a meeting where you were uh, at one of the, the apartment uh, complex nearby and, and you get basically guaranteed everybody, yes, we'll be working on that. And yes, you will have access to your apartment complex and that the businesses will have uh, access and so forth. So talk about the timing and what's planned for that intersection of Ford Road and, and 126th. Yeah, the roundabout at 126th and Ford Road was recently awarded and um, fortunately it was awarded to the same contractor that has State Road 37 and 126. And I say fortunately because they, at at this point, they coordinate with themselves. So they have the same project manager managing both of these projects versus um, having another contractor in that same area trying to coordinate. So it makes it a little, one less kind of step or person to coordinate with on it. So that w- that's kind of a benefit for us on this particular situation that it wasn't a guarantee. It was just one that was worked out in the city's favor and the residents' favor. Um, the phasing of that is going to be such that it's being constructed at the same time of the west side of 37 and 126 Street while that's closed down. And access to the businesses and the residents that live on the south side in, in what is that, Sun Lake Apartments? Yes, I believe um, so, yeah. And they will always have access. And the, and the businesses will always have access on Ford Drive. We are in close coordination. The, the construction company is actually in close coordination with the businesses and the apartment complex management staff to ensure that if there's any concerns with delivery of vehicles, delivery of equipment, or just the the homeowner trying to get in and out, that that is being conveyed directly to the contractor and the city staff to ensure that we, we mitigate those. We anticipate the roundabout construction to really ramp up in June because um, that is whenever they, the contractor feels that 37 and 126th Street will be at a point that they won't have as many vehicles and um, trucks coming in and out to, to access the construction for that. Um, but we, we should see this be pretty smooth as if it's one large construction project of State Road 37 and 126th. 
Okay, I have uh, done the best I can to try to hit some of the major uh, construction projects you'll be tackling uh, this uh, construction season. I know I didn't cover everything. Uh, kind of pick up the loose ends. Tell me what other projects you'd like the public uh, to know about before we wrap this up. Yeah, so the Nick- Nickel Plate Trail is a, is a big one. Uh, the portions that we are at currently out to bid right now for contractors is the section between 106 up to South Street and along the railroad corridor. And then from North Street north to north of 126th Street. So that's one project. It's two segments, but it's one project. That is currently out to bid. We anticipate to receive those bids um, April 1st. And we are still working through with the COVID-19, the um, public opening of those bids. We're still working through those details, but we still anticipate to award that project so that construction can um, commence inside the next 30 days. The The next thing that I would touch base on would be the kind of the contract that I was talking about on 96th Street, the second one. We have one that is a from the existing railroad crossing of 96th Street, which is just west of um, 69, over to the Lantern Road roundabout. And that one is going to be a pavement restoration, meaning that we are going to do new asphalt as well as the construction of a grass median in the middle. So that's a little bit of a a beautification as well as a better traffic flow and safety for the motorist. Uh, It's a little counterintuitive to think that the way we're doing this, because we are going to eliminate a lane, a through lane, um, to make this median be constructed. But... If you can just imagine, you're heading westbound on 96th Street, you're almost performing a slalom from Lane Road all the way over to Allisonville Road. You're changing lanes to be able to keep going in that through movement. So we're going to tr- we're going to set it up so that you pick a lane and you're in that lane throughout the duration of that. Uh, so we are going to get better lane utilization, is what I would call it. That 50% of the vehicles in each lane are are being going through and versus everyone stacking up in one lane and only half the cars getting through. So that that's in an effort to help with traffic flow, safety, and also improve the beautification of that corridor. Yeah, one last question, and this is one that got a lot of publicity. There were no bids for the tunnel going underneath 116th Street for the Nickel Plate Trail. Uh, any reason that you've come up with as to why no contractor was interested in that project? Well, right now, in the conversations that I've had with the construction industry has been that there's a lot of work out in across the state of Indiana with the, the major injection of funds by the state. Uh, it's increased the, the projects, and the biggest one with I-69, Section 6 coming in, North Split, all of these major projects. The timing of that tunnel being out to bid um, was kind of problematic, as well as we had a, it was a very complex project that we were working through with the development that is going on at the same time as what we would be constructing the tunnel. So uh, we were in conversations uh, internally determining whether we should 
go ahead and pull the project and wait until the follow, following year or some later date. Uh, and with the stress on traffic, uh, it was a conversation that the mayor uh, and a few of us had that he felt that it was in the best interest to to hold off on um, putting that contract out and to wait until we were able to get some of the other major projects completed, such as 96th Street and State Road 37 and 126th Street interchange. Okay, so what the message I'm hearing then is that the tunnel is still, uh, the plans are still there. You still plan on, on constructing the tunnel. It's, it's just a matter of timing uh, for the getting contractor interest. Did I hear that correctly? Yes, okay, correct. Okay. Jason, good luck this construction season. You've got a busy one. Hope the weather uh, is good uh, so you're able to make progress. And uh, thank you uh, so much for spending a lot of your valuable time with me today. Well, thank you very much, Larry. It's always a pleasure, and I appreciate your time.